0: Hike Zone World, episode 104, featuring third-grade friends and Justice. Let's go in. Hike Zone World, we're back. My guests this month are third-grade friends from Annapolis and Justice the Genius Child, also from Annapolis. Before we kick it off, I want to say that I will be leaving on Friday for leg one of the Mind Moves the Mountain Tour. Uh, It's going to be like the Northeast in Canada. Uh, Check out HeightKeech.com for these dates. Also, there or a bunch of other places, you can check out the new single by my group Shark Tank called Ace, if you haven't already. The artwork this month, as always, is by Mike Riley. Check him out at com. And we're being hosted by Splice Today. Let's, Let's go, go in.
1: I moved to Annapolis from Arlington, Virginia, when I was seven. And uh, uh, went to Broadneck Elementary School. <laughs> Rob and I met there. I mean, we were in different classes, but everybody hangs out on the playground. Um, grew up in the area listening to, uh, you know, grew up listening to like, uh, probably like the f- the first two records I had were ACDCs for those about to rock and, um, Minute Work Business as Usual. Okay. And I really think, um, those two, that combo kind of like <laughs> was a good combo. <laughs>
2: yeah, it is a good combo.
1: Um, and then, uh, you know, it started getting, I mean, I was always into music um you know i think rob and i both come from very like musical families my mom's like got a master's degree in operatic voice so growing up i always heard her teaching opera like voice lessons and um um piano and like four or five she tried to teach me piano and there's like no way that was happening yeah. Like I did not have the attention span for it. <laughs> I just wanted to play Star Wars underneath the piano cuz it was like my cloud city. Um I parked my cloud car to- under there. Um And um you know, in high school played in some bands. Uh um I think the earliest band Rob and I did together was uh Heard of Wookiees. We we you know, met back up after high school. Yeah. And um yeah, I guess we were like like 20 20, 20 I, yeah. think, when I think 21 we started that. That sounds right. Yeah. Um I think we started working at Short Hop twenty twenty one. We started working at a moving company which will shape any person's <laughs> mentality. Um and uh started heard of Wookies which was like an improv type thing like at that time uh we were we were I was getting into like Jazz and like improv and stuff or like in high school I really liked Sonic Youth and like that you know let's jam out on these sonic sounds yeah. and stuff like that and um um but yeah then we did heard of Wookiees and that was just us hanging out like after work jamming hours at a time <laughs> yeah. uh, and then it just it it evolved into like okay we're bringing in this person and this person so then we have a keyboard player playing with us a bass player then we had us in the clan of the spinning hand that's right which that we had two watching. djs just spinning <laughs> records while we were playing and stuff
0: <laughs> and oh, th- yeah. and it's all improv like you do yeah. shows yeah and be like totally free we
1: had one song that we we'd call song six that's funny. rob <laughs> would blow a whistle and then we'd just be like just like pounding on everything yeah and we had a girl that sang for us for that one, and she would sing so hard that she'd throw up at the end of it. <laughs>
0: yeah, she'd bring her vomit bucket. It was,
1: you know, those were wild times. Uh,
0: Special well, memories. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. I had Larry yeah, do yeah, an yeah. episode yesterday. Oh, you. Um, yeah. You know, like, it's cool to get to know a little bit bit about Annapolis history. Like, I want to do more of it, because so much of this podcast is Baltimore history stuff, and like, like, where were you guys doing this? In Annapolis? Yeah. Okay. And like, what was there, like, who, at that time, like, who was, was there a scene of people that were checking out that kind of thing? Uh, I mean, we kind of, doing the herd of Wookiees, we kind of took our thing, you know, uh,
1: to places in Annapolis and did our weirdness. Yeah. yeah
2: and I, like, I, I lived in a house with, with two other guys off Ritchie Highway and, like, Arnold.
1: Yeah. Mung um, Manor.
2: It, we called it Mung Manor. <laughs> and that was really, like, where that, that's... If we weren't at the shop at the moving company, we'd, like, jam at my house because yeah. we had a big, like, space. Um, And I was in this band called Cookie Head Jenkins that was, like... I don't even know what what kind of music it was like, kind of Mr. Bungle, like yeah, like evil carnival music, with right, like, right, right? Totally, like drum and bass. Like we just did some weird weird stuff and like screaming over drum and bass. It was yeah. bizarre. But um, that but like I, that hung Manor, we had we would jam and like have like kind of like shows and parties. And then we went and played at like Forty Nine West one time, and we played at um some coffee shops. Um, in, like, Eastport. We played in a coffee shop in Eastport. And we played, like, Armadillos and in, 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 like, downtown City Dock. Like, Armadillos used to have shows upstairs on the second floor. So, um, we played there. And,
1: um... We opened for Good Charlotte once. We opened for Good Charlotte. Armadillos. <laughs>
2: right. Before they were huge. <laughs> it was pretty awesome.
1: People um, were like, what the fuck is this?
2: <laughs> yeah, we were just... Because, I mean, like, improv and especially, like, the, the players, like, the, our, it was just our friends. And we, um... It was just different every time. It's kind of how, like, Third Grade Friends is kind of different every time. Like, it's just, it, like, the vibe's kind of different. It's just, yeah. it's more about, um, it, it, it like, the, what we sound like, and it really depends on just how we feel at that moment. Like, I mean, even though Third Grade Friends has evolved into having songs, like, we do a lot of just, like, it depends on what, the mood of where we're playing, who's there, like, how we feel, how much kind of improv we'll do. Yeah. Versus just, like, all right, let's just, like, let's just pound out. Like a set of songs, or like sometimes we're like, let's just jam this whole set, just see what happens. And then you know, we'll jam, and then it'll sometimes morph into one of our songs or yeah. turn into a song like a month later. But anyway, like Monk Manor was really like where like Heard of Wookiees kind of and like a lot of the like the people that were in other bands and people in like the scene in Annapolis back then. Um, we would have shows there and like like 100 people would show up to oh, the yeah. house or I, I don't know, it, it was it was pretty it was pretty cool, yeah, back then. So
0: and what were your influences? Like, where were you coming from um, in those early bands?
2: I grew up playing more, t- like, um, I was real into, um, like, Primus at the time. Yeah. And, like, since since from playing drums, I was real, like, I ended up, looking back, I really liked mu- bands that were way more, like, drum-driven or, like, whatever attracted me. Like, Tim Alexander from Primus, like, all of a sudden, I was like, oh, you can play drums like that? Whoa, you know? And, like, Jimmy, Jimmy Chamberlain from their early Smashing Pumpkins, like Gish, and um, John Stanier from, like, Helmet. Like, I like when, I would go in my basement and play, like, after school, I would play, like, Gish front to cover, um, like, Raising Hell from Run T M C <laughs> front to cover, um, Sailing the Seas of Cheese by Prime's front to cover, and, like, in the meantime, by Helmet. Like, for, like, an hour, or two hours, three hours, however long it took, I would just, like, play those albums. Yeah. And, um, so those were really my big influences, the, um, those guys. Um, but um, and then like Joe got me into like more of the like just like John Zorn and those guys like Coltrane um like the more jazz like um, Ornette Coleman like you're yeah. the one really who turned me on Ornette Coleman like um now I'm just obsessed with Ornette Coleman yeah so good um and like John Zorn too like all his just everything he does is just like blows my mind um so that's that's really kind of where I I've grown up yeah where I come from now but yeah.
0: Was French Mistake something that, like, like you guys toured and stuff like that, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean,
1: like, small tour. I think, you know, the most we did was, like, a week out, and, like, you know, it was pre-cell phones, and um, one of our, the date we were most looking forward to, like, got canceled out in Chicago, but they didn't, we didn't know until we got there. Um. But it was cool, you know. There's a kissing booth. I got Mike Borman a bunch of kisses. <laughs> uh, and then we hung out. So it all out. worked out. Yeah, it worked it was out. North drive to Chicago. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. We drove around. I, I dropped a bunch of money on records. You know, like there was a lot of records I hadn't found here. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think the first one we did more playing out of um, state than the second one. Um, we actually with the French mistake, we had recorded a full length with Juan Carrera at pirate house. And, um, we just had like, it's on one inch real, it's a really crazy wild story, but, uh, just got it mixed by Jay Robbins last year. And we're trying to get that out,
0: but, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, but that, you know, I still figuring out how to put it out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, was, like, was that something where, like, there was some kind of, like, frustration there? Because I feel like it was, like, such a band that made, it made such a big impact in Baltimore and, I think, other places, too. And, like, like, w- like, why wasn't there an album? You yeah, know? it was, uh, you know, the money,
1: jobs, time, yeah. um, uh we have a lot of really cool mini disc recordings of the second version. And I really think with the second version, we took it up to the next level, um, with having three guitarists and, uh, Greg Duncan came in on bass. Um, and he had played with me like right after high school, we did a band called broadcast Cedar and, um, played a bunch, you know, we like did our first show at memory lane and, um, we did that band for, you know f- two or three years, I guess, kind of stopped. It stopped like once French Mistake started, I think that band stopped. The, oh, okay, yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, I really having as bad an ADD that I have, it's definitely uh, I'd, I'd like to complete something like that. <laughs> um, so I'm really hoping that we can fit like get the, the record out, um, yeah. You know, it's um pretty cool. Uh you know, it was really fun doing that at that time. I almost didn't get the I mean, there's a whole weird story with that getting the reel back from Juan Carrera. Um, I did security at a um Modest Mouse Shin show uh-huh. up in um northeast Baltimore that Todd Lesser put on. Oh, okay. And uh, I was in the green room eating the band's food. Um <laughs> And I was like, Juan, what's up? And like, start talking to Juan. He's doing sound for Modest Mouse. And um, found out like, uh, he's moving to Wisconsin or something, Madison, Wisconsin, or somewhere out in the Midwest to help somebody else set up a studio. I'm like, uh, I kind of want to get that reel from you. Yeah. So I met him at BWI Airport, like in the airport for this handoff. And it's like, oh, here's a here's magnetic tape for you. Like, oh, all right, Juan, big hug, see you later. I'm leaving, walking out, you know, with this, you know, reel box under my arm. Um, you know, Facebook came around, my my space, I'm like sending out, I'm like, anybody have a one-inch 16-track reel machine, which is kind of hard to find around yeah. here. Yeah. Um, it only took 10 years to find <laughs> one,
0: <laughs>
1: so. That's um awesome. But w- what did you do after that band? Uh, after French Mistake, uh, I mean, I did, so I did heard of Wookiees kind of like in the middle of that, and then I started another band called The American, um, which is a four piece, uh, prog rock band with the drummer from French Mistake, Paul Neidhart, yeah. and then uh we did that for a while we did that for like five six years probably from like 97 90 i guess 98 99 to 2002 2003 um put out two cds um one uh annapolis label put out and i'm like totally drawing a blank having a senior moment um
0: On their label name? Yeah. I can't remember <laughs> the
1: label name. And then um, the second one we self released did like a real minimal run, like burned everything ourselves. Yeah. And that second one is like whew, the Bee's Knees. Uh, Jonathan Kresnick uh, recorded it, who did like live sound for uh, Trans Am and oh. uh, then went on to do live sound for the Rapture and LCD sound system. Like and it we recorded at National Recording St- Studio and DC, Trans Am Studio. Oh wow. So like Dan Dan McGarry, Rob and I's other pal from Heard of Wookies. Um he was the keyboard player in that and uh he got to play through like a Leslie speaker and so we were all pumped, you know. Yeah. He's like great keyboard like organist, synth player. Um so uh that's another thing I wanna get out like out there a little bit more because it is such a good um well-written album
0: oh awesome yeah is it out at all at the moment
1: nah no no it's sitting in a box with a bunch of other stuff like and then i have a bunch of tapes so with the herd of wookies part of our thing too was i had a sears roebuck cassette recorder with a mono microphone in it and I'd record us jamming, and then we'd take breaks and listen to it. And that's how we came up with the name, too. We were like, oh, you know, this is a, sounds like a pride of woodpeckers or like a flock of lions. You're we just kind of like mixing things around. It was like, sounds like a herd of Wookiees. Like, that's it, herd of Wookiees.
2: That's it.
0: So, what, what were you doing all this time as far as.
2: Um, well, after her, I, I moved to uh, California in like oh, okay. 2000, so I lived out there um, and played music out there until um, like 2005, and then um, I moved back to Maryland and um, started a band called Elder Statesman, and um, and then hooked up back up with Joe and started playing again with him, yeah. so, yeah. and uh, Yeah, and
0: so when did third grade friends begin? Three years ago now? 2013,
1: 2014. Yeah, I think it's been like three years. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like. It started out, our first show was. uh, So, yeah, I do the booking at the Metropolitan Kitchen Lounge in Annapolis. And I was like, man, I really want to just play a show. And I was like, Rob, do you want to play? So I booked a show and, you know, we went back and forth. And Rob's like, yeah, we'll call ourselves third grade friends booked the show we got together once i had all these like spare parts from the from all those bands right, we right, talked right. about and and we kind of we jam on these parts and and our jams would be like 15 minute long you know our first show was like we played for 45 minutes we played four songs
0: yeah
1: <laughs> um but it then it evolved we kind of like got more into the writing process and stuff uh has right. got like a drum pad now that uh hooked up to a delay pedal and it like it's awesome. Yeah. Because just being a two piece, we have to fill we fill in our like have to figure out how to fill out the sound a little bit more, like bring in the low end, bring yeah. in like the melody, bring in more stuff. So um we've been real good at uh I feel like taking that and like pulling pulling just two people together to do all that.
0: And like I have to s- confess something, which is idiotic, but I didn't realize until you sent me the new EP that every song is about a <laughs> third grade. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I think it's because it's like you'll put out like two songs at a time, or so, and I just like didn't make the connection. <laughs> yeah, we, we <laughs> like, had
1: yeah our first yeah the, so our first EP had like yeah f- you you know four songs on it yeah. like. Ate my homework, recess all day, desktop Wrangler, um, and then we did yeah, there's small really like snow day. And, yeah, uh, we did a, like a little EP. Do you uh, do you like me? Circle one. Yes. Yes. No. no <laughs>
0: <laughs> and like, I think that's a really interesting idea because it, like, I don't know. I've always liked like the. Like the Don Caballero approach, where it's where like every song is, every song title is just chaos, (laughs) like real law,
2: like song name or something. Uh, Yeah,
0: like it's kind of. I feel like an instrumental. It's it's not instrumental music, but it's a lot of instrumental stuff. Like like I feel like you could kind of go either way with it and it, I don't know it helps like bring it all together in, in a way or something like, yeah, we, the way you guys do we it. like to call ourselves
1: casual math rock <laughs> <laughs> we're, kind, we're kind of counting what's going
0: you know what I mean like yeah
1: and then we throw in some vocals and... yeah, it, yeah.
0: It, I feel like it, it I don't know it's like helps give some kind of like place to it in your mind or something like that like I don't know. At least for me, my mind was blown when it all came together right on. <laughs> to what was going on. Right on. <laughs> like, and Malcolm, like, like I thought it was tight having you come in with this third grade
3: verse yeah. and everything. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely fun. That was my first time, like, like doing a verse over actual band, so that was really fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and what? What was? Um, like how did how did you guys all come together? Like like Joe was saying, you, you set up stuff at Metropolitan mm-hmm. as well and stuff.
3: Yeah, I met Joe through my sister, and then uh, he does event and like you say, he books events at Met. Yeah. So we uh, started talking about doing events, and then I rap, and he was asked me if I wanted to be on his song, and I was like, of course, and that's just how that came about.
1: Yeah, that's us. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we invited him to, like, a couple shows before we did, like, the, the, like, studio version and just, it was, like, a jam Rob and I had already had. So, like, we played the song and then, you know, Malcolm came out, like, the first time and was just spitting and it was, like, it was hot. People were like, yo, what is (laughs) it?" I had some. I was at Kachunk the other day, and somebody was asking me like, "When's that song coming out with the guy rapping?" I was, oh, like, I
0: was like, "Oh, it should be soon, man." I'm this week mixing it, like, yeah. mixing more. Like, it's so perfect. Like, I don't know. I really like the EP, and it's it's like, I like how it's like the vocals. It, it's like it's like it starts off. I feel like it starts off super instrumental and then gradually it's like, wait, are we in school in in this music? And then <laughs> yeah. like it kinda like crescendos on your like that the your verse is like the peak, we're in school. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I really like um the mandatory square dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just I was just thinking actually about how Weird it is that there was mandatory. Square <laughs> yeah, dancing. right? This is like, I, cause like I was listening to, um, like a live Busy Bee show from like the 70s, and he's like, he's like freestyling, and he's like, he starts being like, swing your partner around, around, and and like, like I was just thinking about how that was like, like square dancing was just burned into every <laughs> yeah. kid's head for like no reason. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Like, yeah, yeah,
1: whatever, like wherever you live, like, yeah, exactly. Elementary, middle school, <laughs> junior high. Yeah. yeah, we got square dancing today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's lined up.
1: <laughs> right. But yeah, if you listen to like the callers, like, so, like, to do that at the, the vocal end part, I was like, YouTube videoing yeah. callers and stuff. I'm like, man, this is like, it's like rapping a little yeah, bit yeah, because I these know. guys are just like, yeah, like, on fire spitting it out <laughs> like Alabama lift <laughs> straight down the middle you know like.
2: Alabama lift <laughs> what is the Alabama lift like, I don't you even got, know that, you gotta <laughs> figure that out maybe you gotta do that while we play <laughs> it's just a guy pulls a flask out some, he's like yeah. Alabama lift yeah, so, yeah. We, <laughs> bring someone up out of the, out of the crowd and Alabama lifter <laughs>
1: and then break into dirty dancing <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. so like one thing i w- I was interested in is like, how do you guys feel like um, doing this band like in such a intense way at, like and and by that I mean like there's not too many people like that I know from when I was younger that are still. Going at it very hard, but I feel I feel like you guys are going at it real hard. You you know what I'm saying? Like, well, th- I guess thanks. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, guess, I guess I'm I'm just wondering, like, like what is, what is your outlook on what what being in a band is like right right now? I mean, I mean for me, I'd, I it's.
1: You know i'm a recovering alcoholic and addict and, and it's kind of like my outlet too yeah uh, it keeps me focused on on you know pushing forward in my life and and uh you know maybe a little bit of it is because i dropped off at a, you know doing music at a certain time because i was getting fucked up all the time and like yeah. doing god knows what and um you know, maybe it's just like i got it like second chance to do something but we'll go play shows and we'll have like young guys uh guys younger than us be like hey yeah can you guys play last because uh we got to go to work in the morning like dude come on like right right we gotta we gotta go to work in the morning we got kids like (laughs) all right we'll play last but uh you know we're not too happy (laughs) 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 but we put a lot of heart into it you know we we uh Rod and I both have a strong connection musically and with our friendship. And, um, uh, you know, I feel like we, 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 we have, we get, we got something. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: no, yeah. I, I think it's really inspiring. You know? Thanks. So I, I feel like there's always like this feeling with music, like, like, uh, say, like, you know, like, The Crown in Baltimore, which we we all play at, and, like, I think it's cool, but it's, like, sometimes it feels just, just like, a revolving, endless amount of bands that will just be around for, like, three months. Or yeah. Something. Like, and that's, like, any city or any place. Like, yeah. like there's just always kind of, like, it's, like...
1: New hot thing coming yeah, in. Yeah,
0: it just feels like it's always, like, this is, this new, like, 19 year olds idea that's gonna go for a couple months and then another one and then Mm -hmm. another one and it's like I, I don't know I think it's cool to like see like people attacking it like passionately as like the same as you would like if you were a painter or something it's like it's not like it's not just like part of your like lifestyle or like a hobby or something but more like no we we have this to to do you yeah, you know what I mean. As our like, work in our life or something. I I definitely
1: feel like as we've evolved, we're like, yeah, here's like you know, we want to keep pushing ourselves to do a little bit more and make it you know a little challenge more challenging to us and like a little and even more interesting the songs, yeah. you know. Um. Um. So yeah, it's uh, you know uh it it's tough when you're it's it's tough when you're young like young doing all this stuff you know you know people have their money issues or like you know oh i want to you know do this or that you know a lot of bands go in saying hey we're going to be this do this style of music or something or um or not everyone but i'm saying there are some that you know, doing booking, you can tell, like, what's kind of, like, being pre... uh, uh, pre pre-designed by some other band, you know what I mean? Um, And then what's, like, I'm setting out to do my own thing, kind of, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. And, and like, I guess, to stop me if this is, like, Way too personal a question, but when you bro- broke down the, having these like addiction issues and stuff, like, what did that come from? Did that come from stepping away from the music? Or, uh, or was it you, like you had to step away from the music because of that? No,
1: it didn't come from stepping away from the music. Uh, I, I mean, I eventually started playing in a band and, and we started doing stuff, but, it, it, but that kind of like fueled that fire to do.
0: Oh okay. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um but it was like a while like I was already like deep before I started that other band. Um Northernmost. Yes. Um but awesome, you, you guys get uh like we as musicians we always have all this time to sit around and wait before we perform. And uh, you know, what do you do while you're waiting? Well, let me go get a drink. Let me go, you know, smoke some crack in the back alley or yeah. do, a, do a line off of this or that and key bump, you know? Right, right, right. Um, I think that f- factored into some of my life and also just not being able to deal with certain other aspects in my life, which I I feel like I have a better grasp on now. Um, I feel, I, you know, I still have i still have the darkness in me but uh (laughs) um i definitely feel bet like more way more focused on on what uh i need to do um to 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 live and be happy and enjoy um friendships and stuff like that yeah like try like you know rob and i'll go out of town and stuff and Everybody is like, "Hey, you want to drink or something?" Like, "No, I can't drink, but I'm totally, I'm fun to hang
0: out with. Don't, don't worry, I'm, I'm a hoot," you know. Yeah, yeah. Like shows can be so like boring, like a combination of boring and stressful. Like you're saying, like, oh, they're like waiting around. Yeah, and, and it's like, I feel like when I was young, like not really drinking and doing drugs, like. I've had a feeling like, am I doing this right? Just like stand, like sitting around like stones. So right, right. But like, I'm sure your perspective now. It, to correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it probably seems like you're like, yeah, I'm absolutely doing this right. Yeah, you know
1: what I mean. Yeah, I, I it, yeah, I. That's, I'm, I'm living my life how I want to live my life, and that's just how it is. Yeah. You know, um, I'm setting out to do these things um, and that's, that's, that's what's up.
0: Yeah. And ha- how have, have your guys' tours been? And I, I know you've done a lot of tours with the those guys. Is it Joy, Joy on Fire? Joy on Fire, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, Cool, you know, we, we, you know, like with any tour, you go into a new town, it's like, it's hit or miss. You You could get something good going on. Yeah. You know, you could, could, like be like, whoa! Where'd all these people come from? Yeah. But I feel like every show we go to, we walk away with like some new new friends or and some new people that are digging our music. Even if there's like five people there, um, out of those five people, they might hit us up and like want to do a show with us up here or something, yeah. or try to get us to come back into town. Um, you know, we went out to Nashville and october and that was awesome we had a great time there we played with joy on fire um heinous orca and the chewers um and uh great great spot um you know and they they were hustling to make money for the bands which was awesome they had la lucha lottery and they were all like doing this skit and they're all wearing la lucha masks and like like selling art and uh we had our bus driver with us, Carl.
2: Yeah, and, um, <laughs> and they made a, um, like they had drinks, like third grade friends drinks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it it Isabelle who plays like drums and he orchestra. She, she like it was like five drink, different drinks, like and it was, like. One was like a peanut butter and jelly shot or something, and one was like a dirt shot. Had put like yeah, it was like so dirty it was, worms or something. And like, like but that. we couldn't drink any of them. But you're he like, here, you try it. And yeah, we're like, really... Oh shit, we don't drink. <laughs> but it was like so thoughtful and like so yeah. cool and like, um, and the drinks they looked awesome. I would have loved to. Like, oh yeah, they oh, like, totally. I mean, they went to like so much like they were so creative and like yeah, to the effort to do that. It was just it was really cool. it's, so.
0: it's funny how like touring is like everything from that to like it was just like an empty room with like an electric socket yeah, you just room. never like, know yeah, sometimes
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like plug in but it's know. like what Joe was saying it's like really like honestly I mean if we play and like one person comes up to us or like is like moved or like whatever like liked anything about like the music it's kind of like It's just, it's kind of worth it. Cause like, you know, I mean, I think we both, I'm not going to speak for Joe, but I mean, I just play music just cause I love it, you know, like just enjoy, joy being a part of my life. It's like such a joy in my life. And, um, so anyway, it's like, you know, it's, if we make a couple bucks, awesome. If like, but if like someone's like, wow, you know, cool, like a good compliment or or like they're, um, anything positive It's just, it's kind of like, it's worth it.
3: Yeah, you know, yeah.
2: Like to, to just go and play for like five people, just you know, it's like, it's cool. So
0: absolutely,
2: yeah. because the it makes the good shows. I mean, the, big, the bigger, shows even better. To you know, like more specials. So yeah. If we come
1: all. back, there might be like that one person might have told like five other people.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I, we played. And that's
2: really like the word of mouth. Like any kind of buzz is really where like it's at, it's at, man. Yeah. Like, so if like that one person tells a couple of his friends, oh, I saw this band, you might like them too, and like just you know, it's it's cool. Yeah. Sorry, to no, no, I'm, like, no, no, no! Get all like emotional. Oh, it's cool, man. No,
1: I was just thinking of you know, like uh, we played down at Reggie's, Forty uh, Second Street in North Carolina, and uh, like the dude that booked that show down there. Well, like bands will be coming yeah. up here, and we'll play with them or uh, see them out, and they'll be like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, DIY jerk says hi, yeah, like right. you know. That's with social they... media too. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's like it's
2: so it's like you meet someone, then like you become friends with them on social media, and it's like then you can keep up that like relationship, and like I yeah. really had fun doing that, like meeting so many cool people, like when we go out of town, and then like and then you're friends with them on like you know the, the Facebook, Facebooks and stuff like that, and it's it's cool. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Do you guys have a tour in the works for like the new project?
2: Joe <laughs> always has stuff in the works I,
1: I haven't put anything into the works yet because we're trying to figure out when the exact release date of this EP is going to be yeah. Yeah,
2: we're actually not trying not to play it out as much like the next couple sure. months to try yeah. to like get because we even like we just play out so much which is great we love it we love yeah. to play out but yeah. it's like we need to like take some time to like get some of the studio stuff like wrapped up and just to kind of like take a break we're old (laughs) we just need to like you know I got a hip replacement next week he he doesn't need rest like he'll play every night of the week but like I (laughs) can't It's it's, it takes takes so much out of you like playing so but um, so we're probably going to take a little break for, for a little bit yeah. But I'm, I'm sure that won't happen. We just say that <laughs> as soon as we say that, like it's like it's like oh someone has to play this. And we're like, All these yeah. doors open. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. We got it.
0: I'm sure it's uh, it's hard too. Like, cause I I I feel like a lot of times like as a local act, like I feel like I'm asked to get on shows and it's like you're kind of just like trying to make the show okay for, like, a touring band? Yeah. And, like, is it ever, like, a conflict of interest, like, being the booking guy and the... Like, is it always, like, third grade friends with?
1: I do get yeah. a lot of those, and I'm like, ah, I'm already doing this show and, yeah. like, that show. And, um... You know, even with some of our, like, closest friends, like, um... And, and uh... You know, I try to set up the best shows I can at Metropolitan with, with some of these bands... Uh, yeah. ...coming out, um from out of town that we play with um it, and some of them are you know probably 90% of them are like good yeah oh yeah um but uh yeah i think when when we get asked to play in like baltimore dc it's a little different like I live in Baltimore, but I'm not. I'm barely up here. Like everybody's like, "Oh, hey, how are you doing?" I didn't know you still lived up here. And I go down to Annapolis. They're like, "Oh, you live in Baltimore?" Like, yeah, I come down here all the time. <laughs> like, you're like, this is, you know, I'm trying to help this place, you know. Uh, yeah. That's a whole. That's a whole other can of worms.
0: <laughs> but yeah, you you do you drive to Annapolis like every day, basically.
1: Not quite every day. Um Usually, I drive down Friday or Saturday, and I'll crash at my folks' house until Sunday, and then I'll get my daughter, and then I'll drive down Wednesday during the day to do on-site work there. Oh, okay. Um, So, yeah, uh, I was there today doing some stuff. That was fun. fun. Um, You know, doing some posters. I stopped by last night. Malcolm had his What's Dope open mic night last night.
0: Uh, Can you break that down a little bit, like, like how how long has that been running, and like what's it like, and
3: everything? Uh, it's been running for about two years now. Yeah, it's been real fun. Uh, I started it just to. In Natchez is not like a big hip hop scene at all. Right. So like there used to be shows at the Whiskey, but the Whiskey got shut down. So there was no events for real at all. So I wanted to start an event to bring people. Together, like hip-hop artists, spoken words, singers, whatever you do, like even if you're a photographer, a videographer, painter, a graphic designer, because all these go hand-to-hand with music. So I wanted to bring everybody together, and open mic is the perfect way to bring people together. And so we started two years ago, and since then, it's just been good. That's awesome.
1: Real consistent. Like Last night, there was like 70-some people there.
3: Yeah, it was um, really last It was night. packed out. But, yeah. Um, it's always good energy. Everybody that comes out is real nice, uh, real down to earth. Cause you know, as artists, sometimes you meet those artists that are like real uppity artists. Yeah. And then, but everybody that comes out is real cool, real down to earth. Loves music. That's that's the thing that I like most. People just love the music and love being in the atmosphere, which is nice. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Well, yeah. cool. Is there anything
0: else you guys want to mention? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh <Man. laughs>
1: um well awesome. I guess, you know, we just uh procrastination records is putting out that EP we're doing. Yes. Um they're from the e they're uh members of uh, penny pistolero uh in a band that just broke up lunar era um they're all they're based out of like the eastern shore like Ken island whoa yeah crazy. um but penny pistolero plays out a ton um but we're excited about that i guess we're doing like a real limited run of cassette uh tapes and then we're doing a coloring book with a download code on it um yeah (laughs) crayons included yeah and and like the images are like the 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 coloring book has pictures like it's all like uh stuff from us being on tour and stuff like going around like just pictures that my buddy did some weird treatments on and stuff i mean we ham it up we ham it up from time to time you know (laughs) um but the ep is going to be called our time hashtag our time (laughs) <laughs> like uh, Goonies from the Goonies yeah
2: so,
0: ah, like
2: this is our time I this like is our that. time down, down here but
1: then it's Rob found time. out that it's like a, a 40 <laughs> and over single
2: site now yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw a commercial. It was like, if you're divorced and over 40, you know, I'm like, I was like, oh, sweet. Awesome. And like, and I was like, our oh, time. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, fuck. Wow. Right.
1: How, how can we uh, start advertising for these guys? Yeah, it was like, oh, man, it's classic.
2: Yeah, right? <laughs> so, anyway, we'll see. We'll see about the name, I guess. But that's still, I guess. No, more. I'm say we keep no, okay, it. Okay,
1: <laughs> we just have a little disclaimer we are no way affiliated. <laughs>
2: yeah. Even though we are over 40, and, uh, yeah. we are not members of this dating website. And if you find us we on this. We are members of other dating websites. <laughs> so you can find Jill on Tinder. <laughs> As I tried Captain right Chaos. for you. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know I would. <laughs> well, awesome.
0: well awesome. thank you guys. Yeah, That's man. So thanks much. for having us. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks to third grade friends. See you next month.